Hello, everybody. My name is Sam, and I'm, as always, joined by Brianna over here. Taylor is moving currently as we, we speak. We remembered to say something. We did. I was like, <laughs> I didn't put it in the show notes, but I, I was like, we didn't bring it up last time that he wasn't here, and I don't want him to hate me any more than he already does. Yeah. So he's moving. It's just us two again this week, but I'm sure you'll be able to cope. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I know I will. I will have to cope with Brianna. Um, <laughs> it was totally normal and fine today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But regardless, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. You are listening right now to No Limits, a PlayStation podcast. Remember that you can find this podcast over on youtube.com slash save the game media every Tuesday. And whilst you're over there, make sure you subscribe to the channel. It would be very heartwarming if you did so. I, I'd love it. I will send you a personal thoughtful message I won't, I, won't, I won't actually message you you know but you'll you'll get my thanks you'll feel it you'll feel it if you'd rather listen to us on audio we are on all of your favorite podcast services and would love if you could drop us a five-star review it helps us grow a lot if you'd like to interact with us more including sending in questions for these shows you can join the discord with the link down below and if you want to support us and get early access to all save the game media content head on over to patreon.com slash save the game media and choose the tier that is right for you just like our current patrons have done so shout out to bucky blue hopple alpaca tom and saz with all of that shenanigans out of the way brie how are we doing this week? I'm doing well. I'm very tired. So hopefully nothing happens that will make me laugh because I will lose it. Mm -hmm. um, I was at Crunchyroll Expo this weekend. Um, mm. And I was there all three days for most of the day. So I'm very tired. But I had a really great weekend. So all good things. Um, as far as um because i'm just gonna segue into what you've been playing sure well, because yeah. that's i feel like that's all wrapped up and i didn't play much so okay, i did start okay. genshin though oh right. i found it's not on my desk right now i found genshin fan art that i like absolutely needed to have it was just like a little tiny card but it was so cute mm -hmm. um and then i didn't even know the character and i came home and i was like i think i have to play genshin now because so I are just you, bought are you art. super addicted to it now, or is it still early days? It's early, but I can feel the addiction slowly creeping its way into my blood. So mm -hmm. that's if I there's a character called Ito, and I will try and keep it PG for this podcast, but he's very attractive. So mm -hmm. if I unlock Ito, it will probably be over for me. So right. we just have to hope that I don't get him as a character. Okay. So okay. So yeah, good luck for Brianna's to not get. I mean, I want, I want it, but for like my my mental health, maybe. <laughs> got like devil horns. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that, that, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. I, I get yeah. it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. Very he's attractive. Got a lot of swagger, even in these still images. You know, he's, yeah. he's confident and all of that. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Mm -hmm. That's what you've been playing. Just a bit of Genshin. Oh, I did finish um, Inscription finally. Oh, which... finish. It. I did. I completely finished it. Um, very proud of myself for that. Um, I There's an extra mode that becomes available when you finish the game. I have not touched that. Um, I'm very intimidated by the description. It's like a challenge mode, and I don't. Okay. I'm too scared. <laughs> so um, I haven't touched that, but I did finish like the main story, and it was fantastic. Um, I have to process it still a little bit but i think it's it's definitely going to be like in one of my top games of all time oh, it was wow. really really good um yeah what have you been up to how are you what are you playing all that stuff oh so many questions um yeah i'm i'm definitely segueing off of what you said i haven't played inscription yet anywhere um obviously i know all of the, the hype around it and i i've been in your stream before playing it um and i'm, I'm gonna be picking it up when it comes to playstation at the end of this month i believe um so i'll be i'll be trying that out then i i too haven't haven't played much uh, i'm doing okay i'm i'm relatively stressed um or well not stressed um busy but, yes stressed overworked is really mm. what i was aiming for but that sort of comes hand in hand with stressed um have a, a new a new job role at ign which has, has taken up a lot of my time on the daily um 
so you know it's good like i'm really enjoying it it's, it's brought some variety into what i'm doing day on day uh but it's just you know an extra bit of responsibility so i haven't really been able to play much in terms of leisure um the two things that i am playing currently uh are, are coincidentally both things i've had to work on for ign um so i am currently trying slogging my way through the behemoth that is digimon survive um How i am it? Um, it is good it's good uh it's 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 as you would expect from a visual novel game, um, you know, very dialogue heavy, uh, a lot of branching narratives, uh, player choice you can make. Uh, but then there's like this XCOM turn-based strategy combat type thing that's in there as well, where you can assemble a team of specific Digimon and fight them. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's, it's very long though. Um, mm. I've, I've been working practically flat out on it and I'm only on part four, um, for, for people who have played it that might give some context or apparently as far as I know, 12 parts, oh, um, God. I'm only on part four that, but that being said, I am having to like fully map out every single option and branching narrative as I go. So it's, so I you just keep slow. loading saves. Pretty much, I'm save scumming like no tomorrow. I am just okay. That's cool. That did that thing. Okay, on to the next one. On to the next one. But then each branch has like seven different avenues. And it's, uh, um, but it's good. Like I'm still enjoying it in spite of that. Um, you know, obligation to to play it. And then the only other thing I've been playing is a really cool uh, indie uh, called I don't want to miss. It's Vampire Survivors. That's what I'm currently playing. Um, it is a 2D sort of side-scrolling roguelike. Um, and you can pick from a... It's kind of like Binding of Isaac, um, if if you've played that before, um, where you can pick up a variety of items in the world that change how you can attack or, or move or, or do certain things to enemies special abilities and whatnot and you level up and un unlock things permanently for future runs and that's like way better than it has any right to be um mm. i was meant to just do a, a couple of articles on it uh on one day over this past week and i think i've clocked like i'm looking now at my steam library uh 22 hours um even since what i think i started wednesday this week so that's a lot that um but it, it, it's really good like would heartily recommend i still think it's like maybe uh it was on sale when i bought it but i think it might still be on sale by the time that this video goes up i'm just going to check for you um store page let's have a look on steam as we go um it's not on sale but it is two pound and nine pence so i think that might equivalent to like maybe like four dollars mm. or just below four dollars that's probably a better option isn't it rather than me guesstimating um <laughs> but it's like totally worth that to me it's, it's three. a steal. three dollars yeah. yeah um it's a steal to me and that this is coming from somebody who, who does admittedly love binding of isaac i've put hundreds of hours into binding of isaac over the years on multiple platforms um but yeah, like really, really, really nice little indie thing. Um, even if you only get a couple of hours out of it, I still think that that price is is worth it for what's there. Um, you know, challenging, but just on the right side of challenging. Where, mm. like, like any rogue, like you want it to be accessible and you can play and not necessarily fail over and over again every couple of minutes. But it's it's demanding enough where you need to be paying attention. You're just not necessarily sort of switching your mind off. Um, but those are the only two things I've been playing. Mm. busy week otherwise yeah something uh, well, that hasn't been busy this week <laughs> i mean it's it's very interesting it's it's i don't know why it's called vampire survivors because as far as i played and i played a lot i haven't met any vampires um so you're not a vampire or anything or like a vampire no, survivor you, i thought what okay maybe maybe i'm missing something maybe there is this deeper lore to the game but you can pick like different characters and none of them have any kind of vampiric abilities you know they can't none of them can turn into a bat or like leech life hp from enemies then they can none of them can do that um mm. 
So maybe there is, but I'm I'm just not getting it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Something that hasn't been busy this week, though, Bree, mm-hmm. is PlayStation. Because there's not really that much news this week. So we, we've got a nice relaxed coverage um, section of the news. But the, 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 I suppose the biggest one, the, the most important, the most enticing story of all is our first one, which is that Square Enix is looking for a buyer. Bum, bum, bum. Now, we have technically touched on this in say, terms of like Square Enix selling um, off, you know, IDOS and Crystal Dynamics um, to Embracer Group. And there have been sort of swirlings that, Square have done that to thin down their libraries so that they are more open and easily acquirable. Uh, but we know now officially that Square Enix is looking to sell stakes in its remaining studios to improve, and I quote, capital efficiency. And uh, the person from PlayStation Lifestyle uh, continues that this is right when others like Sony are buyers. I would expect Sony, Tencent, Nexon, etc., would be interested. Hmm. I, as much as I love the games that come from Tencent, I hope that Tencent does not acquire Square Enix. Mm-hmm. That would probably be not good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did look. We talked about Sony being interested in buying, but they mm-hmm. there wasn't really confirmation that that Sony, um, or I mean Square Enix was actually up yeah. for grabs. I guess. Man, um, I really hope that Sony picks up Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, this scares me. <laughs> this is scary. I don't know. <laughs> it is, and I suppose it's weird because there are some people that look at Square and kind of discount it when they aren't considering the Western studios that they used to have because you know, for all of the missteps that both Crystal and IDOS have done in in recent years in terms of games not necessarily hitting the mark and underperforming or whatever, um, you know, their public image isn't necessarily great. The the Japanese side of Square Enix is like you cannot underestimate or, or overestimate, I should say, how significant that is, particularly within the Japanese market. Like there are... So many titles and many, many titles that you either won't get here in the West or mm. that you will have never heard of, but they are like huge behemoth franchises in, in the Japanese franchises. market. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for, for Sony, which is, of course, um, at the end of the day, a, a Japanese company, it makes it just makes sense. Um, and I think it that I, I'm 100 percent with you that, yes, Tencent do put out some good stuff but in terms of the kind of conglomerate that they are i would be very concerned about the direction that square's studios would be taking if they were underneath tencent as opposed to sony mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah i mean it's always a bit scary when you see even, I mean, you could just say a developer, but particularly like a publisher on this scale when they are actively announcing that they're kind of looking for buyers. And the first you aren't hearing about it is that they have been acquired by somebody. Mm-hmm. It's like That's the blood usually is in what the you water hear. Now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you hear Bethesda came out of nowhere. Um, you know, Activision Blizzard, that came out of nowhere. <sighs> so when you see this, there's like there's blood in the water and anybody could arguably pick them up. Like, I know Sony and Square have this, like, you know, legacy historic relationship um, that is continuing to this day in terms of timed exclusives or or just full-on permanent exclusives, at least on the console side. But if I can't imagine that if Tencent came along and offered double what Sony would be willing to pay, Square would turn that down just because of that relationship. I think at the end of the day, Square is probably going to go where the most money is. Yeah, that might be um, why they announced it rather than like it might just end up being a bidding wars. Yeah, that's fair. So. I mean, it's it's weird. Like, again, I'm not necessarily super well versed, but this the way that this has been phrased kind of suggests that Square is in a bit, a bit of dire straits where they are struggling financially. But I, 
I can't necessarily find anything that indicates that, that actually is the truth. I really, this is why I'm very confused about this because with how many big franchises that they have that aren't, it's not like those games are like flopping either. Mm -hmm. It's not like those games come out and they don't make a lot of money. Like they're making so much money. So unless yeah. they've made just like horrible investment decisions um, that we just have no concept of, like there's no way that they're like out of money. Yeah. So it's weird. Like even, even going back to when they sold Eidos and Crystal, like when that happened, I was like, wow, I'm surprised they didn't sell those studios to Sony. Mm -hmm. Again, because of the relationship between Square and Sony, but also, you know, you look at the franchises, if we're talking from what you would typically think of as Sony franchise experiences, both Deus Ex and Tomb Raider would be right at home amongst every mm -hmm. other PlayStation franchise, first party anyway. So it's weird that they sold them for as cheap as they did to embrace a group. But it's like, well, sh surely, I mean, I guess uh, this uh, w the lack of knowledge about exactly what is going on at Square right now is why this is, mm -hmm. as you said, so confusing. Because you'd think that Square in its entirety with Eidos and Crystal and everyth everybody else still there would be even more of an enticing thing for Sony even if they were selling themselves, uh, you know, that they cut their bargain a little bit to ensure that they did get bought out, make themselves still. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of factors that go into this that we just have like, no, like there's no way for us to know. Like we could, like they could have offered like crystal dynamics to Sony and been like, do you want this? And Sony's like, nah, I don't know. We we there's just like a lot that like unfortunately like as consumers like we just don't get this information. Mm -hmm. Um there's been a lot of things that it's like I just hope someday this comes back and like eventually we'll be able to hear what happened in these situations. But until somebody is like, yeah, here's the information, like we just have no way to know. So. Yeah. It's the one thing that makes me uh, not concerned, but a little bit, again, confused, I suppose, um, just confounds the issue, is that some people are saying, uh, well, Square already has all of these exclusivity deals with Sony, so what would the incentive be on Sony's part to purchase Square at this point? Like, Because they're not I, losing I, out on those deals? Yeah. So like people, like they, are, people are arguing, mm -hmm. well, you know, Final Fantasy 16, Final Fantasy 7 Remake... Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. But it's um, like future-proofing stuff, right? Because we exactly. know that there's a bunch of stuff in development that isn't announced. Yeah. Um, or there's stuff in development that is, like, announced but super far in the future. Mm -hmm. So I think that for Sony, it would definitely be, like, a future-proofing thing. And I'm sure, like, in any kind of acquisition, like, Square would be like, hey, this is what we have on the table, you know, this is Final Fantasy 17. This is what like, we this can is. offer you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, and also people who make that argument are kind of ignoring the fact that that's how pretty much every acquisition works, where most studios that have been acquired by Sony or Microsoft or whoever have at least had, in the majority of cases, some element of exclusive making history with that company like whether it's insomniac they did you know resistance and they did ratchet and clank and they even did the first spider-man all while not being a sony first party studio so they made those exclusives but sony mm -hmm. decided to buy them anyway because one they're talented developers and two if you're having that close of a relationship anyway why not just put a ring on it <laughs> so th the same thing is the same thing is here that square have for decades at this point had a intimate relationship um and, and you know a, a good partnership with sony that doesn't necessarily exclude the potential of an acquisition it almost makes it more likely than not yeah it's like it's like just get married already get a room exactly already. exactly you, you're practically mm -hmm. already married so why not just make it official mm-hmm 
Ah, well, I mean, with that with that story out of the way, Brie, we're we're getting into a bit of negative stuff here. Um, do, you, God, do you want to take this, this one? My, I will, but I want you to know that NFTs are my least favorite thing right now. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, is Sony gauging interest in NFTs after all? Please, God, no. Um, a survey presented at Evo 2022 has asked PlayStation players what kind of NFTs they would be interested in. This follows the announcement of the PlayStation Star's loyalty program and the seeming clarification that the digital collectibles were not MF NFTs. There was no option to say no or not interested in the survey. Please. I know nobody from Sony is listening to this, but if you are... <laughs> Please no. no. Stop. <laughs> Boop. No. <laughs> I guess we we should have seen the warning signs, right? Like but I feel about... like I feel like I've seen NFTs drop off so much where people are finally realizing they're stupid. Yeah, but then there are still like outliers. Like you're just randomly on Twitter or, or somewhere else on social media, you'll get a, a random. B or C tier celebrity come out and be like, hey, I'm partnering with this NFT company to produce blah, 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 blah. And you're like, well, surely have you not okay, caught I'm on to the fact that so everybody... confused by all of this? Yeah. It's in general, like all you have to do is like literally right click on an image and save it. Mm hmm. Yeah. But I, I but, yeah. it, but they bought it. <laughs> Someone help me. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I don't think like, there's anything to understand here. It's just like NFTs just don't make sense. They don't make yeah. sense. I think that like if. Dude, I, I have no idea how to make NFTs make sense, but mm -hmm. the way that they are set up doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're basically just buying a tiny, tiny, tiny smithereen of real estate on a hard drive or a server somewhere. And that doesn't mean that you own the thing that's on the hard drive. You don't even own the hard drive because you don't physically mm -hmm. possess it. You you can't go to wherever that server or hard drive is, pick it up and say, well, I paid for this, so I'm taking it with me. That's not mm -hmm. how NFTs work as a system. Nope. So it's like you are legitimately paying to be able to think that you own something that is digital and therefore not real anyway. But everybody knows that you don't own it anyways. Apparently some people don't because they're like PlayStation are like, hey, we're going to try and I mean, you know, as much as people have talked about how bad NFTs are and how stupid they are and horrible for the planet and all of that stuff. There is inevitably with moves like this, should the NFT element of this loyalty program come to fruition, there are going to be people that buy into it and mm -hmm. or, or are just, you know, um, blissfully unaware or ignorant or willing to overlook the, the negative side of NFTs and they'll support it. And it, it just hurts my heart. It I, just... I like yeah, I mean, I the thing is, is like, I can't even conceptually understand the positive side of NFTs. Mm -hmm. Like, let's yeah. say even like the only thing that I could think would be positive is if I got an NFT for like $5 and sold it for like 500. That would be a positive. But that's yeah. that's like just because I'm getting like money from it. Like, that's mm -hmm. not the actual NFT. Ugh, I get so upset with NFTs. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, just, I think like move right along away from I hate NFTs, man. <laughs> it's it's just a bad move. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, when we talked about the whole stars loyalty program a, a few weeks ago, we said that there were digital collectibles and they practically immediately had to come out and be like, well, they're not NFTs, but now they kind of look like they sort of are. Mm -hmm. It's just again, I think I said it when we first talked about the loyalty program, but it's like Sony is getting dangerously close to their um PS3 arrogance era. yeah their arrogance of of the ps3 era where they're just mm -hmm. like we can do what we want it doesn't matter how badly it might be received we have so much mind share in the industry that mm -hmm. even if this fails it's worth taking the risk if we can make a buck off of it mm -hmm. and like yeah 
does the idea of having again like whether it's on our profile on ps5 whether you have a little tab that you can go down to and it says you know oh you can view 3d models in the same way that you have model viewer you know model viewers in some games you have a 3d model viewer and you have random things that you've picked up but specifically and this is the important thing that you have earned free of charge just by playing games in the way that most loyalty programs should work mm-hmm. like so you're telling me I have to join a loyalty program so that I basically have to curtail myself to this platform, buy the games on that platform, play the games on that platform, and then on top of that, spend additional money to get digital replicas of certain things from said games. It's like, what? just why not attach it to the trophy system or something mm-hmm. like that where like, if you platinum a game, you get a super cool digital 3D model of something. Um, just anything else. Just actually anything. Like I just gave an example, but any other example other than mm-hmm. NFTs, please. Sony, yes, please. literally anything but NFTs. Like, <sighs> uh, yeah. It is. It's, it's like that, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. just sad. It is. It is. What sad. is Sony doing? Something is something some something is just melting my brain. That one. Something Sony is doing is retiring accolades. Bree, do you know what accolades are? I literally I, don't. Yeah, I didn't either. But uh, this is a launch feature for the PlayStation Five that was intended to create positive interactions between multiplayer communities. However, it has seen so little engagement that Sony has just decided to completely retire the feature later this year. Um, For people that may need a refresher on exactly what accolades are, uh, because I sure did, it was a thing, I think you can still actually see it um, on your PS5. God knows how you find it. Um, But it's you could, supposedly, after playing a multiplayer match in any game, you could send them, send a player or a group of players a specific kind of, like, token. Um, the token didn't do anything. It was just something that displayed on your profile. Um, so I think one of them oh. was like team player mm. or one so of them like was... like honors. Yeah, and... exactly. Okay. Um, I can tell you right now, I have played probably hundreds of multiplayer matches on, on various games since the PS5 has come out. I have not a clue of how to send an accolade. I have never received an accolade. I have never seen another player with an accolade. I wouldn't even know how to send one, even if I wanted to. Um, so again, like it's one of those things that was nice in concept, I think, but it, it's, I mean, obviously it hasn't paid off because nobody's using it, but it, it's something that even they haven't pushed. Cause if they really wanted this to be a thing that was integral to multiplayer experience, they probably would have patched in like an alert or a notification or a tutorial even on how to send them. But we haven't. So it's going. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, nobody's going to miss it. I don't The think. thing is, is like, I don't know. I think that it's taken League of Legends many, many, many years for the honor system to even really mean anything. Mm. um let alone like reports like reporting people it takes like so many people reporting somebody just being an absolute jerk for anything to happen um i league of legends is so toxic don't play (laughs) there's been a couple of times where i've looked at it and i've been like oh yeah that that new hero looks kind of cool i would i would definitely play with you but like don't but are you are you part of the toxicity? That's the question. Absolutely not. Absolutely okay. not. I literally do the opposite where I actively when somebody else is being toxic, I'm like, hey, let's be nice. Like I'm mm-hmm. talking to a toddler, like, hey, those words were kind of mean. Let's use nicer words. Like Does that's that me. Work? Every no, <laughs> it doesn't. Toxic people, and the thing is, is I I finally realized is that people are doing it like for for quote unquote fun. They're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, it's part of the shit talking culture. Like it's just it's so fun to just like shit talk. And I'm like, yeah, 
but it's it's not because then the people that don't understand that it's like a joke one you can ruin someone's day mm-hmm. two like there i can't tell you how many times somebody has said kill yourself and uninstall the game yeah like i can't i can't even like tell you on both my hands like and feet like how mm-hmm. many times i've seen that said to me or somebody else and it's like that that game is so toxic anyways point being that like even with all of that, like History League of Legends has been around. I think they're about to hit their 11 year anniversary. Um, and they've had a version of accolades, I think, for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the honor system is just now starting to mean something where right. you get like basically like just like random content in the game. You can get champions in the game um, and you can also get um, they have like these mastery this like mastery system where you can have i can't remember what they're called right now but oh they're called eternal that's what they're called where basically you have like quests that you can do for that specific champion so you can get those for free as well okay so they have some things that you can get with the honor system but they've been working on that forever and they got so many complaints so if sony is like not wanting to really invest in accolades like then like yeah get rid of it right now because if you're not like you have to put so much work into those systems for them to mean anything yeah it's, it's weird, I suppose, sort of the only other <clears throat> thing to really mention on this is like, it's interesting that they are retiring a feature, even if it was like completely not, not used whatsoever. It's weird that they are retiring it as we are seeing them make more of a shift towards multiplayer slash live service titles. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I can only imagine, I mean, I think it's fair to assume that something will come in its place particularly as more live service stuff, you know, when Bungie uh, brings out whatever they're working on, uh, you know, Naughty Dogs Faction 2, uh, whatever that ends up being. I imagine they, I I would have thought they would have something to not only encourage, but reward positive multiplayer experiences. Um, Isn't it so sad that players have to be incentivized to be nice? Yeah. That makes me really sad. Like I get like, I personally, I really do love having like rewards in games. Like I, mm-hmm. I do like rewards. Like for League of Legends, you can get like, like skins and stuff. You can get like, you know, like they have rewards that you can get that are like I think really worth it. Um, but like it's just so sad to me that like to get people to be nice to other people, like you have to like reward them. Other than otherwise, it's like they'll not be nice. Yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> I, I hate that. I think there there are definitely like two types of people: the the people that play games and enjoy being toxic, mm-hmm. but will sort of not say go out of their way, but will attempt to be more cooperative if they are enticed by something that they know they can't get otherwise. Mm-hmm. And then there are people, you know, like you, if I take you at your word, that. Uh, just like having fun with people but mm-hmm. the, the 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 rewards are just like an added bonus it's not the reason that you do it it's just um it, it's actually a reward as opposed to you know the sole purpose for you doing the thing mm-hmm. you know um i mean i've i've had toxic moments in the past i i won't lie um well, but I no, mean, I... like, I think we all do. But the thing is, is, like, I've never, even in, like, when I'm, like, super angry, I've never been, like, you should kill yourself. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've I, I've maybe um, flung some, some choice words at people um, at times. But I've never, you know, threatened or, or you know, told somebody to do something like that. Definitely not. Um, there's, there's a line, I think. There's... You know, we're all we're all we're all gamers and enjoyers of the, the gaming industry. I think there is an understandable and accepted line. There's like a cutoff where you can you can rage a little bit, and if it's directed at someone, that's unfortunate, but it's it's how it goes, um, whether you're on the giving or receiving end. But that you know there is common sense where it's like don't you have no idea what is going on in somebody else's life. So you saying something, even if it's kind of meant in jest or in the heat of the moment, that could have a really lasting impact on them in in various forms. So, mm-hmm. you know, just because this this thing that is encouraging good play, people still be good, still be nice. Mm-hmm. 
Something that is not nice. I'm the king of the Segway this this week, Brie. <laughs> All the Segways, okay. All the Segways. More The Last of Us one, or sorry, The Last of Us part one footage has leaked. Um, a pivotal scene involving two male characters that Joel and Ellie meet has leaked. This is beyond parody, obviously, at this point. Mm. Um, and it's just so, so sad and heartbreaking, man. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like, not, it, yeah. What? Like, like, what do you even say at this point? Like, do they just fire everybody? <laughs> this has happened like multiple weeks in a row. And like, again, the last time that we all talked about this, I was like, well, at least it's happening to The Last of Us Part 1. It's a game that pretty much everybody that is actively paying attention to it pre-release they they've played the game before. They know mm. all these scenes, so it's not like when you know the Last of Us Part Two leaked. But even still, like I'm not somebody that's going to pick up the Last of Us Part One, at least not at launch anyway. I will. Good on you. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Um, and my I, dad hasn't played the Last of Us, so that's a good um, reason. To. I'm mostly purchasing it so that way he can play it. Mm -hmm. um, but I probably would have purchased it anyway. So yeah. I think I think it'll be one that either I buy a, a, a decent discount or I could very much see it like within the next six months to a year coming onto PS Plus, um, you know, as, a, as an additional PS5 game or an incentive to get people to subscribe to the higher tier or something like that. Um, I'm OK waiting, though. And I think like these kind of leaks really damage people's um, not incentive, but like desire to buy it because even though it is scenes that we've already seen, the fact that you are able to, at this point, see like what half of the game's cutscenes, mm. you, you have less reason to play through it because the nar the narrative and the cutscenes of, of The Last of Us, obviously the gameplay is great, but the narrative is the key thing that is keeping you engaged from moment to moment. And it's like- I would can maybe so argue the other way, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think like the more we see of this game, the more incentive I have to buy it because it's showing like how much work they've done on it. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, I can definitely see like your argument of like, at what point, like is the whole game just like released for torrent? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's sort of where I'm at where it's like, I, I know this scene, you know, I, I wrote it very um, specifically to try and avoid spoilers. If people are, concerned i think i think we know both me and you know what scene we're talking about um, there's a, a couple of scenes it could be is it the two people that they meet in the city yes okay yeah um how how that arc concludes shall we say oh okay interesting okay. um so quite, that is quite, a sad scene to, to a, a very key um story beat um that is okay. sad as you say um is that it's, it's, another sam am i remembering yeah. the names wrong oh my god there's so yeah, many it's... sams okay go ahead yeah. Sorry. it's a popular name for some reason i don't I don't know where, where it might be <laughs> it's just just a good name i think for someone yeah yeah um yeah it, it's it's yeah i'm with you i get i get that i mean for people that no i was gonna say for people that haven't played the last of us before it might be more enticing to see as much of the game as possible to see how good it looks but then maybe not are... that cutscene directly yeah but the more of the game i don't know for me like and i think it's it, for me as somebody that's already played the game i like to see more of the game because i already know what happens i can't really get spoiled on it but i get to see like those differences and have naughty dog prove that my money like it's worth my money basically sure. so i think that that's why that like, I don't want the leaks to happen, but that mm -hmm. would be, like, the only positive side of it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for people who have not played The Last of Us and, like, this is, like, their, like, moment, I mean, just, like, avoid any Naughty Dog, uh, like, like news at this point. Like Yeah. Mute all those words on Twitter. Avoid going on Reddit or Reset Era. Just don't, don't do it. It's a minefield. Because um, it is, you know, this scene and others that have leaked are things that you really don't want spoiled. Um, even if you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, that does look good, you'll you'll you kick yourself 
um, if you haven't experienced the narrative as it's intended to, and this is how you you see so much of the game, it, it's again it's heartbreaking um, as we wrote. So mm-hmm. hopefully, I mean we've said it before, but hopefully Naughty Dog get some kind of lid on this and they manage to figure it out there I has think, to be like one specific person at this point right like i think it's it may be a mixture of both where there are there is somebody within naughty dog um maybe not even full-time you know just sort of part-time contractor work that like a contractor or something yeah maybe it's just trying to get clout or you know just attention um maybe they actually actively have something against naughty dog i mean you know i that seems implausible if they work there even part-time but you never know um and then i think also as well it's just the amount of outsourcing that naughty dog does to um you know third-party partners and and um, outsourcing studios it's there's a lot they do the same amount as like almost any other studio though right i suppose like they wouldn't have anything like super extra that like other studios wouldn't have. I guess M- maybe it is just like the fact that Naughty Dog has so much renown in the industry that there is more of like a hunger for for leaks around the studio, even if it is stuff like this as opposed to like their new project. Maybe I mean, that's part of it. I don't know. This this feels like at this point it's too much. There's something sure. else going on. There there mm-hmm. has to be something else going on because I've never seen any other studio leak like this. Like yeah. like I like personally, like I've been paying attention to video game news for probably about 10 years or so, mm-hmm. um, off and on. And I've never seen anything like this that I can even kind of think of. I've seen leaks, obviously, like leaks yeah. do happen, but like I've never seen anything to like this extent. And this consistent. It just uh-huh. keeps happening. <sighs> so there has to be something more going on. I don't know what that more is. And like, we could like, I, I mean, I'm here for gossip all day, but like, like we, I, there has to be something more. So. I think that's the only logical explanation. I think it's again, like I, I wrote that it is, it's beyond parody. It's happened so often now that we might as well just, write in a new segment of this show that is here's the naughty dog leak of the week you know it, it's leak of the week <laughs> oh I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna bring a leak one week and i'll be like look it's the leak of the week oh god you, you got fruit <laughs> that shouldn't be doing what it's doing and now you're bringing up vegetables oh. <laughs> stop it uh <laughs> and, and that's Dear listeners, is is the end of the news segment this week. As we said, there's not really that much. Most of the stuff we've talked about is, is relatively low level, not that big in terms of uh, breaking news, but, you know, worth, worth commenting on at least. Um, it gives us a show. And the only thing that uh, I really could think about with this news um, week in mind is a bit of a hypothetical. And the hypothetical is this, Brie. Mm-hmm. And I, I've prefixed this with the fact that we don't want any console war BS in mind. So it's not like, oh, which exclusive should we take away from the other platforms? We're not doing that. But which developer slash developers, other than Square Enix, because obviously the rumor is that they are going to be Sony bound, it seems like, or that's the most logical explanation. Which other developers do you think would be a good fit for the PlayStation Studios family and why? Wow. Um I have I have three answers that I consistently say whenever it's brought up. So I'm happy to go first if you need some time to think. Um, I'm just trying to remember the name of the developer right now, which is so embarrassing. You go first while I look this up. <laughs> okay. Um so uh two studios, which I think are relatively ap- apparent and obvious in why if you take my answer, I'll be mad. In, <laughs> hey, it means that we're like-minded if I, yeah. if one of them is the same. Two of them are, are relatively straightforward in terms of why I think they would be a good fit. Um, that would be, the two that would be obvious would be From Software um, and Kojima Productions. Um, hmm. Wait, I'm still confused about the Kojima stuff, but that's okay. Kojima is not a first-party studio. It is, it is independent. Uh, obviously, there have been 
huge swirlings pretty much ever since Death Stranding was announced that Kojima Productions was going to become a Sony first party. And then there was a thing a few months back where like a Twitter banner or something included the character from Death Stranding. And they were like, oh, wait, is that an indication that Kojima is now part of the PlayStation Studios family? Because that's what that banner indicates. And they came out and had to clarify and they were like, no, no, no. But I think that obviously Kojima, both with Metal Gear and Death Stranding, and then From Software with, you know, Demon Souls, um, and obviously the remake, obviously that's Blue Point, but still. And then Bloodborne, um, one of the best games of all time. <clears throat> um, they have legacy with PlayStation. Um, they are both renowned developers slash named talent within the industry, which I think is more synonymous with uh with sony than any other studio brie has 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 left i'm going to carry on though i'm going to carry on dear listeners um so why i chose those two to say first is because they seem the most obvious choice you know you think from software i think they could do a lot of of really good stuff um whether it's another another Souls-like game or something completely new, whether they get back to something like Armored Core, that would be really awesome. Um, and I think that Sony would really push for that. Um, I don't think we'd ever get a Bloodborne 2. I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know. Um, and then the only other thing um, in terms of Kojima is that, I don't know, even if they didn't have the IP from uh, Konami, I think that bringing him in-house it would let him do something that is not necessarily super artistic in the same way that Death Stranding was. Um, but I think that he could very much be a, a pixel opus or, you know, that kind of equivalent where uh, sort of he could be unleashed creatively speaking, but ultimately, you know, he would still have the sort of triple a budget that would let him do something massive if that's what he wanted to do i think kojima is at that point in his career where he wants to experiment more so than ever like i think he's done with franchises and obviously there have been swirlings of a death stranding too um i don't i don't know how much weight i would put behind that uh, i think it's possible uh but I, I would i would personally prefer if he went on and did something new and, and fresh again um and then the only other thing, and Brie isn't even here to listen to it. Um, she will be coming back shortly, I hope. I think her internet went down. My third choice would be Remedy. Um, now, obviously, this is devoid of the whole thing of they are technically under big ownership and they would probably have massive price tags that Sony might not be able to afford. But in a hypothetical situation, looking at um, like, oh, she's back. She has returned. Hi, sorry, my internet was also like it's too early in the morning. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I've I've held the ship down well. You'll you when you listen to this back or watch it back, you'll see how expertly I handled it. I didn't panic at all. It was all fine. And you didn't make um, any references to how I always randomly leave calls. No, I didn't. I didn't. I was thinking it, but I didn't say it. You're I, held, I had okay. that. I had that self restraint. You know, I was like. Brie is probably going to watch this again at some point to see exactly what happened. I don't mm -hmm. want to, mm -hmm. you know, slant you off. I don't want to, mm -hmm. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but what I was saying was that obviously <laughs> Kojima and FromSoft are kind of obvious. They have the legacy, the association. And I think that Sony want the critical acclaim that most of their titles typically bring. They would want that in their portfolio. Um and then the other, the third choice that I said was Remedy. Um, Remedy to me is a studio that is on the up. Like they've been, you know, beloved in the industry for quite a while. Oh, um, yeah, that was really smart. Control was that so they good. just rocketed up. They they went stratospheric um, with their a critical acclaim. And I think just like the hype behind their next project, particularly because they said they are doing like a control sequel that is even bigger than the first one. 
um, alongside stuff like <sighs> Alan Wake, I think. So good. You know, as much as people say, oh, PlayStation have too many third-person shooter action-adventure games, I still think that the genres that Control, uh, not Control, uh, Remedy focus on, that sort of gothic, creepy, um, Lovecraftian horror mixed with, like, you know, Twilight Zone sci-fi, I think that would be great alongside, like, Housemark with Returnal, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen it work for PlayStation already in, in that regard, so bring Remedy in. Yeah, for what sure. What about you? Um, I was going to say From Software. Um, mm-hmm. That was, I think that one's, like, very, like, I think with their Bloodborne exclusive, like, I think that that one's pretty obvious. I don't yeah. necessarily... I think I would re- I would prefer from software to remain independent. Mm-hmm. Um, but if w- Sony was going to acquire somebody, like I think that that would be like it would be a good fit and it would make sense. Yeah. Um, I have not played Death Stranding, so I don't really have any opinion on like Kojima. Like that's fair. I've never played any Kojima games, so they are very Marmite. Um, I don't know that word. Uh, okay, um, uh, Marmite is kind of like ah, oh, there's a, it's 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 a whole English American thing. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google Mar. This is on the fly. We are in American. Here, <laughs> Marmite American version. Um, Vegemite. Okay. Do you know Vegemite? I've heard of it, but I don't know what like the. So it's it's it's. Used I've heard here, that that's not good. That's... that's that's sort of what I'm getting at. Where both Marmite and Vegemite, I haven't tried Vegemite because I'm from Britain, so I had just had Marmite. It's like typically used as a spread. It can be added to like broths or stews or soups or something to add some um, flavor. But typically, it's used as a spread on like toast or or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very sort of bitter, salty taste. Um, and it's it's renowned for being an either you love it or you hate it. Like you either adore it and could eat it just raw with nothing else, or uh, you could never touch it. Okay. Um I see. So Kojima is kind of like Marmite, where I see. either you really enjoy all slash most of his titles, or you have never played them because you know you just won't like them. I don't know if I'll like them or not, but I have not played. I think a lot of his stuff is pretty sci-fi e as well, which is not really my genre. Um, mm-hmm. However, I think if he did like a true horror game, like in this gen, I think that that would be where I'm at. I really like horror games. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, obviously, my attention. he did um, PT, right? The 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 playable teaser. Um, which is you can't even get that anymore. So I know it's sad. Konami is is uh, breaking my heart because they could very easily just re-release it. Um, and I did have it, but I deleted it off of my uh, PS4 before I before the whole controversy happened, and now I can never get it back. Um, but yeah, the rumor is that obviously he he is partnering with Microsoft. We found out relatively recently, I think, at their showcase. Um, mm-hmm. He's partnering with them for his next game which doesn't necessarily mean the next game of his to release but one of his next games because he's got multiple projects um that's rumored to be the horror of the the titles that he's working on well Um, good thing i got a pc because i don't exactly (laughs) exactly so not necessarily like silent hills i don't think it's going to be attached to an ip like that but just like an original (sighs) horror game can you imagine a full pt game i know I know. Maybe one day, not by Kojima, but maybe like a spiritual successor in that vein, mm-hmm. with the you know that the budget to support it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, I think that's likely. It's just when it comes. I think it's inevitable at this point. Yeah, um, I hope so. I think especially with like the success of like Resident Evil Eight, I feel like mm-hmm. I know it's not exactly one for one, but like the dollhouse area, I feel like yeah. is a pretty good feel for what maybe a game like that would be like mm-hmm. i'd probably be more scary i was so scared at that part <laughs> i genuinely like my hands were like shaking but like 
I somehow forgot I could pause, but I was like so scared. Like I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta like that was good. The sign of a good horror game. It was so good. Highly recommend that. Um, and then just to like the last thing that you were talking about was remedy. I think that that's like a really great choice. I don't think I would have been able to like name that off the top of my head, but I think that remedy is like a it's like a fantastic choice. Remedy is they're doing great things. Um, I've never played Alan Wake, but I'm very interested in this mm-hmm. in this upcoming game. So that's this year. Um, I, I don't think so. I think I think Alan Wake Two is slated for 2023. Um, obviously, we got the remaster yep, of the first game. Remaster came out late last year or early this year, something like that. I think um, it was last year. That sounds right. I think it was like last year October time frame. I didn't play that. I don't know if I should. No, I, I've never played it either. Um, but it, it's it's one of those things where if my backlog was completely clear, that would one hundred percent be one of the things that I try. Wouldn't out. that be backlog then? <laughs> Sorry, do you do you want to run the show, Brie? I'll, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. You can see he's still in his chair. Like you could. Yes, you 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 got me good there. I walked into that one. Um... I'm just. It was. No, I'm just you're asking. not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. I can't. I can't even argue against it. I just have to sit here and take it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think. I think. I think. Remedy to me is kind of reminiscent of an insomniac, where they've had like a a, a solid history of of good titles across the board that haven't necessarily been like crazy good either way but then you know from something when spider-man came around (laughs) they went whoosh in the same way i think remedy had control and they've sort of hit another level and the concept behind control is just so good i know how can you not enjoy that it's just one of my favorite ideas just I, I'm all about everything in that game. I've played it multiple times to completion. It's it's great. And I know that they're under like take two, I think. So I don't think they're ever going to be purchased out from underneath their parent company. But in a hypothetical world, I think they'd be a oh, great yeah. match for, for PlayStation. It would be so. a great match. Yeah. Brie, is there is there anything else you want to talk about today? <laughs> you see, okay, so just to, just for context. It's very early in the morning for me. I woke mm-hmm. up at like 6 a.m., which is not a Brianna time. You're a trooper. In, in any sense of the imagination. Um, so I'm very tired. And mm-hmm. as soon as like I saw the show notes, it was like whatever Brianna wants to talk about. And I was like, you got to you got to close that gap a little bit. So narrow it I, down. I have to talk about something reasonable. Yes. <laughs> And I'm going to take that as far as I can take that. Oh, dear. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, everybody. Uh, how's plug and play? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so for context, um, I just got Sam some very simple games uh, for his birthday, which mm-hmm. was last week. Right? Last week at this point? Yeah. Just over okay. a week ago. Okay, yeah. Um, so I just got him some simple games. One of the games was plug, plug and play, which um, is a very bizarre experience. Um, I hesitate to say that it's like really a game. I mean, I think it is technically a video game, but there's not too many like game elements to it. Mm. Um, it's just more of like a really weird experience. It's not like a walking simulator or anything, just an, an experience. So um, I, I know I have to keep it within the limits of like, we have to talk about something that's like video gamey, but mm-hmm. I'm going to push that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, how's it been? Uh, I I have experienced it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you I, feel like your life game. has changed for it? Um, You could say that. Yes. In, okay. In, in various ways. Uh, it is a, a unique experience. Um, I can definitely say that it is. I don't know what I was expecting. You're probably expecting something cute. Uh, there, there was a lot of uh, weird imagery. There was sexual connotations. Um, there was 
floppy fingers. Um, no, I'm not going to elaborate. Um, I, I, I never, ever, ever want to play it again, but I'm glad I've experienced it. Can I ask you, like, genuinely, like, what would you rate it, like, out of 10? Out of 10? Um... I'm just curious, like, because for me, genuinely, I think that game, like, and I know that, like, it's, like, such a small experience, but I have played it so many times at this point, and it's, like, it's almost become, like, a, a weird part of my life. I just really enjoy it because mm. it's so bizarre of an experience that, like, showing people, and it's only, like, what, 10, 15 minutes to play? Yeah. Um, Like, showing people is, like, kind of fun because it's, like, it's, like, this weird experience that you don't normally get to have. So, I think that game's probably, like, a 7 or 8 out of 10 for me because I just really, I really love it. Yeah, as much as thinking about it makes me physically ill, um, I think it probably would be a 7 or, or, or maybe an 8 because it, it gets in and it gets out. It, it is exactly what it wants to be um it doesn't overstay its welcome thank god um and i think if it wasn't for how weird it is it's the kind of game that you don't necessarily see super often that is so simplistic in its gameplay mechanics but also um quite well informed in terms of the, the gameplay decisions that you have to make um it would be a really good like introductory get game to, to to present somebody that hasn't played any games before if they even, didn't have the weirdness yeah <laughs> yes yes with that extremely large bolded caveat um i think because people say you know minecraft is a great game for to mm -hmm. introduce to people but then i get it on the surface level but minecraft is actually quite complex realistically when you get into all the different crafting systems and you need this to do this and you need to go to this place to get this thing and you can't get it elsewhere and you blah 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 plug and play you you play and you plug you yeah you do you really do and i think it. like i think that game is is exactly i think what i really enjoy about because so there's three games there's um plug and play kids and my exercise and I think that those games are exactly what they say they're going to be in the yeah. most bizarre way possible. And I think that you don't really get that like bizarre experience um, in many other forms where it's just like really almost anything could happen, especially with my exercise. Like you just don't ever see anything coming. Like, for example, so you like a lot of the times you're playing as these like humanoid creatures that have plugs literally on their head, right? And there's mm -hmm. one part in particular that I was like, oh no, what is happening? Where it's like, you like click on the character a lot and it basically like poops its plugs out, like yeah. off of the top of its head. And you're like, I like, you never would have thought that that would happen because that's so weird. That's so yeah. weird. I don't know. I don't want to get too far into this game, but I really do enjoy this game. I can't wait to see. I'm I think you'll enjoy my exercise the most. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm particularly interested to see how you feel about kids. And if anybody's played these and has any sort of idea what the meanings behind especially kids is, because I feel like there's a deeper message in kids that I'm just completely missing. Yeah. Um so I'm interested to see what you think. And then like if anybody else out there has played this really weird game. And if you haven't, they're only like two or three bucks each. So just prepare pick yourself. It up. Prepare yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that was uh, you brought something up that I've already tried to to repress. And it's only don't worry. Years. I'll keep. Yeah. I'll like stream it at some point. Send you. Yeah. 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 Just to keep spamming me with a link saying I'll be must... honest with you, I've already streamed it, but I'll stream yeah. it again. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm busy I'm busy that day. That's a shame, isn't it? Otherwise I would have been there. <laughs> you know what I'll do is I'll be like, let's let's play like Oberdin. No. <laughs> just a bait and switch. Just yeah. My eyes. No, I would never do that, but you you totally would, but it's no, okay. I wouldn't. I'm so respectful of your time. I may hang up on accident all the time, but I'm very yeah. respectful of your time. <laughs> there's a there's a paradox there, but I'll, I'll we'll forget it. We'll, it's okay. It's okay. Well, 
that was a that was an interesting way to end end this week's episode. You're welcome. Thank this you so you much get. for listening, everybody. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube at Save the Game Media, and don't forget to check out our Discord if you want to hang out. Links are in the description, as well as links to our Patreon page. But in the meantime, Bree, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Fabulous Brianna, and that's F A B U L I S T B R E A N N A. Um, please come hang out with me while I stream. Um, my cousin has streamed one day. I mean, I'm so happy for him. Absolutely adore my cousin. Streamed one day and had like 35 followers within like a couple hours. Damn. And I have less than him. And I've been streaming for about two months. So mm. you can just like follow me. So that way I can pretend I'm cooler than my cousin. That would be cool. Thanks. You heard it here <laughs> first. Boost Brianna's ego, everybody. Do it. <laughs> Go do that. Yeah. Thing. Where can people find you, Sam? People can find me everywhere. No, they can find me on Twitter at Sam Heaney. That's H-E-A-N-E-Y. Until next time, everybody, have a wonderful week. Bye. Goodbye.